Welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life, brought to you by GamerGoo. My name is Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Wednesday, October 21st, 2020, and man, it's going to be a good day. I've been telling myself all day here, I got the day off. My wife and I are going in to do our early voting today. Uh, I'm going to be spending some time here today watching some more Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. And uh, we're probably going to be watching some Unsolved Mysteries because there are some new episodes of Unsolved Mysteries out on Netflix. We watched one last night and I want to tear through some of these. There's actually one I think that supposedly is a little ghost theme too. So we're going to be doing that uh, today as well. So hopefully you're going to have a good day as well. And uh, hopefully this show will get you through at least the next 20 minutes or so of a little bit of uh, uh, of good conversation here because we definitely have some interesting stories to talk about today. But quick little housekeeping as always. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Marturk, at M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And of course, you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. Now, I want to kick it off today with something that completely blew me away last night when I saw this news. It, it, it's something that is uh, just, a, just a what moment. And that is that the Charlie Brown... Uh, the Great Pumpkin Special, the Thanksgiving Special, and the Charlie Brown Christmas Special are all now exclusive to Apple TV+. Plus. That's right. So this was kind of breaking news yesterday. Now, if you remember, uh, Apple TV uh, did have the Snoopy in Space series. Now, I didn't know that that was kind of like an exclusive deal for them to bring the peanuts to Apple TV Plus. Now, there is now no word as to whether these are going to be available at all on ABC. So there is still a chance that they may still air on network TV. But supposedly, according to this, we're going to get the Halloween special. It's available from October 30th through November 1st, free for anybody to get on to Apple TV Plus and, and stream it for free. Uh, it's available from November 25th through the 27th, the Thanksgiving special, and the Christmas one from December 11th through the 13th. And that's it. So they said this is potentially the first time in over 50 years that the Charlie Brown specials will not be airing on network television. I'm going to say right now, 2020 just keeps on delivering, man. Like, what are you talking about? We're not going to get Charlie Brown. Now, granted, how many of you are actually watching Charlie Brown when it airs on network television? A lot of people aren't. In our house, we always watch these specials regardless not always when they're airing. A lot of times we would DVR them, but we definitely watch them every single year. Now, we also own them on DVD. So I can go, actually, we don't own the, own the Thanksgiving, but we have the Christmas and uh, the Great Pumpkin. Um, so we can watch those at any time. But still, like, there's just something about that, that growing up as a kid, like, these were it. Like, watching Charlie Brown every year just drummed up the excitement for every single one of those holidays. And as an adult, when you go back and you watch those specials, they're not really that good. Like, there's not really a lot going on. There's just very awkward moments kind of thrown in there. Like, especially, you know, the Great Pumpkin and, and you know, Snoopy, he's flying around fighting the what the the Red Baron, you know, which, of course, is a classic Snoopy thing riding around on, on his, uh, his doghouse. But it's just weird. There's so many weirdness. You know, the Thanksgiving special, Peppermint Patty, is just a, a completely irredeemable 
I hate to say it, but like bastard in that show when you in that ep- in episode when you go back and watch it, she just like completely invites herself to Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving, doesn't even care, and then she gets there and she's completely ungrateful for him and Snoopy making toast and popcorn, and it's like you know, which I guess is kind of the story of it, saying hey, you need to be thankful for everything. So I guess that is kind of the the uh, redeemable thing about her and that, but it's just like so weird, so just old school holiday specials but that's the appeal of them and the fact that they're only making them streamable sure a lot of us nowadays and everybody listening to this guaranteed will have a way to watch this now if you're not an apple person i'm sure there's a way you can still download the apple tv plus on whatever device you know you you are on some device that you potentially have um but there's a whole demographic of folks who maybe grew up with these that don't have a you know, Chromecast, don't have an Apple TV and won't have the ability to watch this now um, because of this. You know, I think of like for me, a lot of my patients, you know, that I deal with at the pharmacy, like they're not going to be able to stream this. A lot of them they don't even have cell phones where we can even text them to let them know their prescriptions already. How the heck are they going to stream, you know, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown? And look, maybe I'm making too big of a deal of this, but it's just one of those things that I saw and I was like, wow, that that's it's a little crazy. Be, I think it would be one thing if they were just streaming it, but it's another like to completely take it away from network television. And again, there is no word that it's not going to, but I mean, hey, we're we're now literally 10 days away from Halloween. By this point, The Great Pumpkin has already aired once, and they usually air it like the week of, of Halloween, and it hasn't been on at all. And no no even uh, commercials or promos for it. So yeah, these, these aren't coming to uh, network television. So hey, unless uh, you know they decide to somehow, you know, enough people drum up just uh, some animosity against Apple or heck, even maybe a, a go after ABC and Disney a little bit to say, hey, come on, man, make a deal. Let, let us see these. Maybe we'll get Thanksgiving and Christmas, but hey, who knows? Uh, one of the other big stories from yesterday, too, that uh, was kind of interesting is that uh, there's a antitrust lawsuit uh, against Google right now. And this is, I guess, supposedly one of the biggest tech lawsuits in almost two decades. Uh, essentially, it's being filed by, I think there's 11 states involved in this, and it uh, is more specifically kind of targeting their uh, online search engines and uh, the search advertising that's kind of uh, built all around that. And uh, one of the major allegations kind of against them is that um, just the idea that they cut deals with companies like Apple or Samsung to make like um, basically Google the premier default search engine. Uh, so like on the iPhone, like when you go into Safari, the the default search engine is Google. Now I remembered one of the first iPhones I got, which I guess would have been the 3S maybe, like you would go in and you would pick what you wanted. And I want to say even Safari on the iMac, that was one of the things that you may still be able to do that. You either pick like Google or Bing or, you know, whatever it is that you pick. Um, But on the phones, Google has spent a ton of money to make sure that it is only Google. And, you know, so this is a a major lawsuit. I mean, kind of reading through some of the the comments about it and that it looks like it's going to be a while before anything would ever even like impact us as consumers, kind of like on our side. Um, And they were even saying that, you know, now that this case is kind of out there, that they may even potentially just like, you know, back off from some of these agreements and just say like, all right, well. We're just not going to do it anymore. We're going to, you know, kind of cut some of those deals, take our cut our losses, and then just, you know, Apple will just continue doing what they've been doing, or Samsung, you know, just kind of allow you to pick your search engine. Um, but supposedly, Deputy Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen said he is not ruling out breaking up Google. I don't know what that means. I don't know how what that would extend to. Uh, I mean, I think I have a feeling that this lawsuit may become like a snowball 
that it'll be one of those things where, you know, we see them now going after the search engine and then that just starts bleeding out to everything else that Google does. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but, you know, you think about like who are the competitors really for Google and the search engines? I mean, there's, you know, Bing is the big one, obviously, on the Microsoft side. Um, you know, are people like, is Ask Jeeves still a search engine out there? Like, are, are people going to Ask Jeeves? I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Google, like, just their algorithm and all that, they found the way to perfect it, essentially. Now, the, the kind of nefarious part of it is, you know, I'm sure we're going to find out things of kind of their methodology. And this is a thing that, you know, they're very open about. But how websites can pay money to um, kind of pop up in that Google search algorithm. So, hell, even like... You know, when we did the podcast, Guardian Radio, like I could have paid money to Google for when somebody searched out Destiny podcast, we would pop be one of the first things to pop up. You can pay for that. And a lot of companies pay for that. That's part of Google's, um, you know, business model. Um, so I don't know. I, I, that's what I'm kind of interested in is like, did they maybe specifically bury other search engines? I mean, if you're using Google as a search engine to search for search engines, that's kind of a dumb thing, right? But, you know, I, I don't know. You know, maybe there was just ways to kind of hid some of those things. Or, again, that's probably where it's going to expand out from the search engine complaint to some other things. Um, and that maybe Google kind of suppresses their competitors in all the other different avenues that they, um, you know, kind of financially find them find themselves in. I don't know. We'll see. It's kind of an interesting, uh, interesting thing and, and could be, I'm sure, have repercussions uh, kind of throughout um, just the, the tech industry. But one of the biggest lawsuits here it's supposedly in two decades so that's uh, kind of interesting we'll, we'll see where that goes uh we got some news yesterday that disney is officially moving forward with a sequel series to the beloved classic from ron howard uh willow so if you've never seen willow it is the classic 80s movie featuring warwick davis uh, we actually here watched it probably within the last couple months uh, my wife and i were telling the kids about it and we're like let's watch that and uh you know warwick davis obviously best known uh, for Willow one, but then also, you know, play Wicket in Star Wars. Um, he's been in pretty much every Star Wars film, minus a couple in there. And uh, it uh, is set to take place after the events of that original movie, years later. So that's, uh, I think, pretty neat. Uh, it's going to be shot again, I guess, in Wales. So it's going to kind of have that, uh, you know, fantasy look. If you're not familiar with Willow, he's just basically this, um, you know, if you know Warwick Davis, he's obviously a, uh, a small person. And um, he, I'm trying to think like what the best way to describe the movie is. When you go back and watch it now, um, it's very cheesy, very cheesy, but it has a very uh, fantastical storyline to it. He goes on a quest. I mean, it was kind of like Lucasfilm and Ron Howard's like, uh, I don't want to say they're Lord of the Rings, but it almost was, you know, like they kind of tried to make their own version of, of that fantasy style uh, story. And it, it's decent for what it is. Um, you know, and for years, you know, I know it's been um, kind of just that, uh, you know, little, little just timeless classic that people would go back to. But again, like I said, it, it does definitely have that that cheese factor to it. Um, Warwick Davis is going to reprise his role as Willow. My guess is they're probably going to have some children in there, you know, that he, he will have um, that are probably going to go on their own quest, but he's going to have to somehow lead them through it. Um, but the cool thing is it, it is a series. So, um, you know, who knows? They could probably go beyond just this season. I mean, they could bring Warwick Davis back for this season. And then uh, just depending on kind of, I guess, how the story goes, you know, they can kind of continue it past that. But uh, it will be the first thing that Lucasfilm will do uh, that's not Star Wars since 2015, which is uh, pretty awesome. I think that they're they're going to be doing that. But 
Um, you know, maybe maybe the thing people weren't clamoring for, um, but I think it's a classic thing. I mean, I remember talking to Chris about this. It's kind of how it's neat we're seeing kind of all these revivals. Like, you know, you think of even things like Full House being able to go to Netflix, that we're being able to see all these, or even Cobra Kai. You know, all these classic characters from these 80s and hell, even 90s things that streaming services are allowing us to um, kind of... Re- you know, revisit some of these things and bring them back to the forefront. I think it's really cool. So, um, hey, yeah, Willow coming. It says it's coming in 2021. So it'll be a little while before we get to it, but uh, I think it's it's pretty neat. Uh, let's see, Universal has announced that they're ending the Fast and the Furious main franchise. It's how they have phrased it. So there's supposedly going to be two more installments following uh fast and the furious 9 so that means we'll get up to five fast and the furious 11 um take that for what it is i think that's uh you know kind of uh i'm, I'm not gonna believe it i'll believe it when i see it is what i'm gonna say uh supposedly they're in talks right now with vin diesel michelle rodriguez uh the rest of the cast there um you know assuming they all survive you know fast and the furious 9 uh that they will be um you know I guess making more movies. Supposedly, Fast and the Furious 10 was supposed to be the final movie, but um, now they're saying that they are going to go ahead and do it up to 11. Now, like I said, there is you know kind of wordage in there saying that that's the main franchise. Um, you know, obviously they did uh, Hobbs and Shaw, so that was a thing. Supposedly, there's a Netflix animated series, Fast and the Furious Spy Racers, that's coming, and uh, supposedly there's even an all-female spinoff kind of like the Hobbs and Shaw we're gonna get kind of an all-female so the Fast and the Furious series is not going away um just I guess kind of the main canon films will be going away so that's uh you know something kind of I don't know that's news to everybody out there you know I've said it before and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it here and I know J17 Falcon loves these movies because we've talked about it in our Patreon episodes I have never seen a Fast and the Furious movie ever it's just not a series that I, I, I'll never forget the very first movie when it came out. I was going to, my wife and I, I think we're dating at the time and I was planning on going to the movies with her to see it. And, uh, she had gone with her father on the weekend, her and her sister. And that was it. I've just never seen them. And then since then, you know, it's, they've just, I, I don't want to say they've seemed cheesy. Cause look, I know they're not, but like from afar, that's what just, you know, kind of, I guess the perception I was getting from some of them. But when I hear about all the action and I, you know, you see the the commercials and that, they do look like they're pretty damn badass. And from a lot of people that see them, they're always like, it's just that, I know they're not Michael Bay, but it's like that Michael Bay popcorn summer blockbuster that is just kind of so dumb that it's amazing. Like the things that are happening, the whole movies are just built around the set pieces of the action. At some point, I need to binge like the whole series of Fast and the Furious. I know I do. Maybe I'll wait till the 11th one comes out and, <laughs> and I'll just sit down and just watch them all. Um, but uh, that is big news. I mean, it's a huge movie franchise. franchise so, uh, you know, the fact that they're getting set to wrap that up is uh, kind of interesting. Uh, final story today. This is um, kind of, again, kind of like the um, Charlie Brown news. And I mean, even the Willow news of like a what? Is that Daniel Kaluuya, who um, probably know him uh, from Get Out. Uh, he was in Black Panther. He is supposedly set... Um, to be uh, making a live action, and it's kind of weird they're even phrasing it as live action because the show was live action, um, Barney movie. Yes, that Barney. He's teamed up with Mattel and is making a supposedly, and this is kind of the premise, a quote-unquote heartbreaking 
Barney movie. So this came from uh, Entertainment Weekly. Uh, he was talking over there, and uh, he basically said that, you know, everyone's purple dinosaur has taught us, I love you, you love me. Won't you say you love me too? He says, what happens when they say that isn't true? So, yes, that was kind of a little rhyme that he threw in there, but... Um, I don't know. And and he said that, you know, he when he heard that, he thought that was heartbreaking. He says, I have no idea why, but it feels like that makes sense. It feels like there's something unexpected that can be poignant but optimistic, especially at this time now. I think that's really, really needed. What does that mean? What is a live action Barney movie with that premise going to be? I don't know, but I am in on that. Like this to me just seems like it could be crazy. Like, is it going to be a creepy horror movie where Barney says I don't love you and he bites people's head off like is he this like you know live action dinosaur that just terrorizes these little kids I don't know but maybe I'm just in the Halloween spirit and that's where my mind is right now I don't know but um yeah that that's wow don't know what that that movie is gonna be but I'm I definitely am interested in checking that out for sure no no timetable I think on this thing uh um when that's gonna be coming out or you know hell if it'll even get all the way i mean this could just be pie in the sky right now there could be kind of initial talks and see where it goes but just the fact that he's out there talking about a very strange take on barney is crazy i mean that's like somebody saying like they're making a you know ses- like nightmare on sesame street you know, like like but actually going there and making a nightmare on sesame street just weird i don't know but um i'm hopefully we'll get some more news on that here in in the coming you know year or so because i i definitely want to see where that's gonna go but all right guys that's gonna do it for me today uh one final note i did mention here at the top of the show that today my wife and i are going to early vote uh i do want to just throw out to you guys make sure you get out and vote obviously um you know in your state if you have early voting definitely recommend you go out and do that um you know because that is kind of obviously the um you know better way than waiting till election day and, uh, you know, standing in those long lines and all that. Uh, here in North Carolina, our, our early voting started last Wednesday. And I know there were some big lines, kind of those first initial days. Reports from folks the last couple of days that I know that have gone said they just pretty much walked in and were able to go. So I think there was kind of that excitement in the beginning and people getting it out there. Now, I'm not telling you who to vote for. So don't please, please don't take this in that way at all. But the one thing I am going to say is I do recommend... You don't just focus on, obviously, the big you know, one that everybody's thinking about, the presidential or even your Senate races. Take some time before you go and look at your local races. Look at who's running for town council and all those things. Because let's face it, in the end, those are the ones that really are the most important, right? Those are the ones that really affect your day-to-day life. Some little things just as simple as spending money to mow the grass you know, along the highway down the street from your house, or, you know, maybe your taxes may go up because you're building a new town hall in your town. Like those are the things that really matter. So make sure, take the time. Cause I always feel terrible. Like when we go and, you know, we, we've actually made it a point the last couple of years to start doing this and we're going to do it a little bit later today before we go, sit down, go through, see who those folks are, because I always feel terrible when we don't do that, when I have not done that. And you go, and you don't know who you're voting for. You know, a lot of times like town council and that, they'll give you like nine people. You don't know who they are. You don't know their their ideas and you're just giving them votes. And, you know, these are folks who don't have money to run huge campaigns. They don't have any of that. And they really want your vote to count for them, right? So make sure to do that. You know, I think that that's always um, a responsible thing to do rather than just go there and vote party lines. Just look at who those folks are and kind of, you know, 
what what potentially some of their ideas are. Because again, they're the ones that affect the day-to-day lives of you in your community, literally when you get in your car and you drive to work every day or just pay your taxes online for your house or whatever it is. They're the ones that you really need to be looking at. So uh, take the time. Take a little bit of time before you go and vote. And uh, of course, just vote. Definitely vote. Don't not vote like you always need to be voting um, because of everything that's come before. People have fought for that right. So always make sure you you do that. So everybody have a great day. Hopefully, uh, you know, you have some good things planned today. And uh, I'll be back again tomorrow as always. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk at M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And of course, you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. And as always, big thanks to GamerGoo for continuing to support the show. If you're interested in checking out that awesome antiperspirant for your hands to kind of stop those sweaty gaming sessions, head over to GamerGoo.com. If you're interested in purchasing, use my promo code TEL, T-E-L, and save yourself 10% off your order today. You can find that link down in the show notes. Well, everybody, thank you here as always for tuning in. And until tomorrow, we'll catch you next time. Thank you.